Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in, Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fans, Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer with you. Other side of the glass, Dan Plucker, executive producer extraordinaire, like always, is here with me. Rami Makhlouf, the Rami Show, comes up at 3 o'clock uh, today. And uh, should be fun uh, to see how this whole thing plays out uh, for the Brewers and the Braves. I, I just, I, I just, I have a simple question. Plucker can tweet it out and we'll just, we'll ask the simple question. Who wins today? Burns, not Burns, sorry, that was the obvious choice. Lauer versus Morton, who wins this game today? Do the Brewers get to game five? You know what the starting lineup is. Starting lineup is out. The starting pitchers are set. Does this team get this game back to Milwaukee, get this division series, I should say, back to Milwaukee, game five on Thursday? 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250, tweet us at 1250 AM, the Fed. I just want to take your temperature and see, like, how confident are you that this thing is going to get back to Thursday in Milwaukee at American Family Field? How confident are you? I'll say this. I got tickets sitting there for me if they can get back to Thursday. So I really want them to get back to Thursday so I can go see a playoff game at American Family Field. That's my own personal side of things. Not that you care about it, but that's kind of where I'm at. So I'm really hoping this thing gets done. I've seen so many people on Twitter talking about, man, you all not remember the Bucs season. The Bucs were given up for dead and you all quit on the Bucs too. And the Bucs figured it out and won. Brewers are going to do the same thing. Don't give up on the Brewers. It's going to be just like the Bucs. They're going to win this game, come back, win the series, and move on. Okay. I can get down with that. The only problem is you have to score runs. Like it's just something you have to do. And we've already seen them face more than once. Now, the stat put out by McKelvey was a good one, saying, you know, since the wild card era in the mid-90s, Pitchers on short rest stink out loud. Four and a half ERA, below 500 record. They only average about five and a third inning. Like, that's those numbers are great. Great. If I'm counsel and I'm Andy Haynes and I'm the Brewers, I want Morton to throw as many pitches humanly possible on every single at bat. Every at bat. Like, I'm going out there taking pitches. Like, I want you, again, I don't want to see him sitting there at 20 pitches through two innings. I want to see him sitting at 40 pitches through two innings. That's where I'd like to see him. Have him be at 100 through five. That's where it would be perfect. Because that means a couple of things. One, you should have a couple runs on the board at least if he's at 100 pitches at five. And I don't think they'll let him get to 100 pitches on short rest. They may only let him get to you know, 80 pitches, 75, 80 pitches, and they may pull him. He may not get through four but you have to make him throw strikes. You just do. If he wants to walk five, six guys, let him walk five or six guys. Don't get overly aggressive. Make him throw pitches and get him out of there. And then let's see what the middle of that Braves bullpen can do when they got to get to the back end of that bullpen and then go from there. That's how I'd approach it. Now, on the other side of things with Eric Lauer, he can't have he can't have some long leash here. 
I mean, you can't have Lauer out there giving up five runs in the first before you wait to go do something and say, well, it's a nine-inning game. Nope, that's not where we're at. Like, all hands on deck. Anybody that feels like they can throw today is throwing. Everybody is available. Don't care if you pitched yesterday or not. If you tell me your arm is good, you're going. Because you have to get to Thursday. You got a day off on Wednesday. Everybody pitches. That's how I view it. Who do you got? Brewers or Braves? You know the starting matchup. It's Morton versus uh, Eric Lauer. No Eduardo Escobar in the lineup. Urias is back in the lineup again today. One more time at third base. Who do you got? 414-799-1250. KJ in West Dallas. You're first up on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, KJ? Hello, Sparky. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, have they already announced Lauer as the starter? Lauer's the starter, and Charlie Morton is the starter uh, for the Braves. The reason Lauer is starting, Council said Corbin's burn, Corbin Burns' body is simply not able uh, to go out there and pitch today on three days rest. Mm, that Burns went to Council after game one and said, look, if you all need me, I want to pitch game four. And Council said, fine, let's just see how you feel at that point. So they went in and they checked on him again, and apparently his body wasn't ready to go. So they turned to Eric Lauer to pitch. Okay, so uh, since they're starting Lauer, I don't have a good feeling about them winning today. Uh, the Braves hit left-handers extremely well. Um, so, I, like you said, all hands are on deck. Whoever can pitch, but I don't think it's going to matter. I, I just think this is going to be lopsided today. They're going to probably – and and the fact that they can't score runs is going to be an issue as well. Uh, Charlie Morton is uh, a very difficult pitcher to pick up. We saw that the first time they played. Um, you know, they were lucky to get out of that game. But I just don't think that they're going to score enough runs, not enough run production to beat the Braves today. I look at the Braves probably scoring somewhere between six and eight runs in this game. So you think they they lose then today? Yeah, I think they lose today. All right, very good. Thanks for the call. So the first person KJ calls in and says they're going to lose. Does anybody have any confidence that this Brewers team can win today? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 12.50 a.m. The Fan. Plucker, I don't believe I've gone to you. We didn't do predictions on the big show today for this game uh, coming up tonight. What do you say uh, for this afternoon's game? Braves, Brewers, who wins game four? Yeah, I think the Brewers get it done. I mean, they've been they've been in so many situations like this throughout the season where they're struggling or one part of their three parts, you know, the bullpen starting pitching or offense is struggling. Usually it's been the offense, and they've been able to, to – have special moments happen in those situations. And we haven't seen a special moment yet in this playoff run. Obviously it's hard to, when you have 19 consecutive scoreless innings like the Brewers have had. But I, I think that we, we might, we maybe see that today. We see a little bit more energy because their hair's on fire. Now this is it. And I think they've kind of been playing pretty relaxed over the last couple of weeks. I expect something different today. Well, the thing is, is they had the presser earlier today. Kevin Holden, CBS 58, down in Atlanta. That's his home turf, John and Judge. Uh, and Willie Thomas and those guys are saying that this is the most enthusiastic or upbeat this team has been throughout the entire series, is today. To me, that was a little surprising, to me personally. Like, this is more enthusiastic and upbeat and loose as you guys have been this entire series. Y'all should have been this way in game one in Milwaukee before game one. Especially going into game two, you were up one game to nil and you had the second game at your home turf with a chance to go up 2-0. But according to them, him and Luis Urias, pretty much the most upbeat this team has been throughout the series. So obviously going back to what Plucker says, as far as being loose and not being tight, because the absolute worst thing that you could have happened right now is you be in a situation where you're extremely tight going into this game. And you're thinking about it. Because if you get in that situation, it's going to be very, very tough uh, to overcome that. Uh, Let's see. Rutland Brewer said, with a buffoon council as manager, Braves all night long. Uh, The Robert uh, says, have to wake up those bats. And he's got a picture of Serrano for Major League uh, with, uh, what was the guy's name? Jobu, right? The little doll that he had or whatever. uh, Lighting it up with his cigar or whatever. And the little explosion. Did you see, uh, we were talking about this off the air, 
Let me see if I can find it now. That tweet by uh, Kurt Hogue of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel uh, yesterday about Christian Yelich. I could not believe uh, that tweet by uh, Yelich uh, yesterday, uh, about Yelich uh, yesterday. Let me see here. Where is that tweet? Talking about Yelich's struggles uh, against curveballs. Here we go. Christian Yelich has just five hits, four singles, and one double against curveballs for the entire season. Kurt Hogue said, I was going to check his 2019 splits against the curve and tweet them, but after seeing them, I've decided to save the well-being of all of you and not even do that. That is not good. (laughs) There is nothing good about that at all. Then a person came back at him and said, "A serious question, is there a correlation between curveballs and drilling one's kneecap? Uh, Kurt Hogue said, honestly, unsure and very much not a hitting coach, but the swing and ability to see the ball haven't been the same since the injury. And it's very true. He hasn't been the same since the injury, and that is a big problem here. Because as Gary pointed out, you aren't probably going to win this unless, unless he gets back to being him. And your manager thinks that he is him. He thinks that Christian Yelich is still the MVP, Christian Yelich, and that's why you continue, obviously, to bat him in the three-hole like they're doing again today. Which, again, makes absolutely no sense. Frank uh, tweets at 1250 AM. The fan Sparky Radio says, 1-0 Brewers win on a Jackie Bradley home run in the 10th. That would be the most Brewers thing ever uh, if that occurs. Most Brewers thing ever. The most unlikely guy to do something ends up being the guy to score the only run in the game and in the 10th inning, except it couldn't be 1-0 because you'd have to have a runner on, right? That's how it would have to work. I guess the runner could get forced out at third or something, but normally you would think it would be a two-run shot. But who knows? Who knows how the whole thing plays out? I <laughs> have said that I think the Brewers are going to go to the World Series. I thought the Brewers were going to go win the World Series. I thought there would be Brewers and Dodgers in the NLCS, Brewers and White Sox in the World Series. Those were my thoughts prior to this whole thing started. White Sox are an elimination game right now, up 1-0 in the third against Houston in Chicago. Dodgers have their own elimination game scenario coming up, and the Brewers are in their elimination game as well today. So all three of the teams that I thought were a, had a chance to go do something may all be eliminated here in the next 24 hours or so. I mean, that is crazy. But that, again, goes back to... Major League Baseball, playing series and all this other stuff, and and kind of weeding things out. And if you get cold, like this Brewers team has gone cold with the bats, puts you in a very, very difficult situation. Tim Muma, reviewing thebrew.com, will join us coming up next. We'll get his thoughts and see where his confidence level is going into Game 4 in Atlanta against the Braves this afternoon. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan, live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. Brewers, Braves coming up. Four o'clock this afternoon. Don't forget, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post game show with the franchise Tim Allen tonight. After the last pitch, you make the switch at 12:50 a.m. The fan. Hopefully, 
It's a party. Hopefully people are talking about getting back to Game 5 on Thursday in Milwaukee at American Family Field. Joining us now from ReviewingTheBrew.com, he is Tim Muma on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. What's going on, Tim? Hey, Sparky. Uh, one real quick note. That's uh, Brew Crew Ball. Oh, I said the wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. That's Got right. you and Dave Gasper all screwed up there. My fault. Um, <laughs> okay. Worry. So th- this is the thing. Let's talk a-, a-, a little bit about the question that we were asking earlier. Why do you think the Brewers' bats have gone cold? Um, I guess you can look at a couple ways or a couple reasons. One, there's it, it, just the part of baseball that sometimes you go cold, sometimes you have a bad stretch. I know people want to point to the fact that they sort of took their pedal, uh, foot off the gas at the last couple weeks of the season, but as I said to a lot of people, you had four days off after that. I don't know that's really had any bearing. Um, and some of the stuff that I've seen, and again, I'm on the clubhouse, I don't know what they're talking about, but Either they have the wrong scouting reports on guys like Morton and Freed, or they the pitchers are switching them up, or the batters aren't executing. I mean, it could be any number of things, and it just looks like it's kind of a team wide thing. And then, of course, it's so mental you start pressing. I, I don't think I don't care who you are, you start pressing, you get guys in scoring position, you, you squeeze the bat a little bit tighter, and that actually is the opposite effect that you want on yourself. So, um, you know, they hit into some bad luck yesterday too. That uh, that does play a factor. I know it's not necessarily what people want to hear. Everyone wants answers, but sometimes you have these stretches. And, um, you know, tip your cap to the Brave starters as well, especially Morton and Freed. I mean, they really did pitch tremendously well. The Brewers just didn't take advantage of the chances they had, especially against the bullpen. Gary Ellerson brought this up earlier on the big show, and it's a point that I think stands to reason. So often uh, we hear people say that, well, in order to go win a World Series, you have to have really good pitching and good defense. And pitching and defense wins championships in baseball. That's fine, but if you don't score runs, you can't win. Uh, And Gary just pointed out that he doesn't know if you can go win a World Series without having that all-star MVP-type player somewhere among your position players as far as a hitter goes. Uh, Yelich was that guy. Braun was that guy. And now they don't have a guy. Yeah, I think there's some to that, and having probably a couple of guys just to be able to lean on a little bit. You know, you hope Adamus, he's been a little bit better the last couple of games. Uh, a guy like Garcia, who led your team in, you know, home runs and RBIs, he hasn't done anything in this series. So, really, you're looking at those couple of guys, at least for the Brewers this year at this moment. Uh, and I, I've seen some statistics out there that, yes, of course, pitching and defense is going to win you a lot of games, they're going to keep you in most games. But I think over the last 20 years or so, there's been a pretty even split as far as uh, the better offensive teams winning World Series versus better pitching and defensive teams. And part of that is, again, nobody wants to hear, but there is an element of luck and randomness when it comes to the playoffs. I mean, look at the Rays. They just got knocked out. They're definitely a better team than the Red Sox, but five-game series, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, so, again, there's a little bit of luck. That's why you know getting to the playoffs four straight years, continuing to – to keep the talent building, to keep the pipeline going. That's what's important because the more chances you get at this thing, you know, the better opportunity you have to reach World Series and, and win that thing. I mean, look at the Braves. The Braves have, have been in the postseason how many times, and they haven't gotten to the World Series. I think they were three games to one ahead against the uh, Dodgers last year and couldn't close it out. So it's just you can't really put your finger on it. The goal is really to just build as much talent as you can, keep the pipeline uh, flowing so that you can get to the playoffs every year, and then, you know, a little bit of luck. Uh, maybe a few guys step it up. You get the right matchups, and eventually you do kind of uh, crack through the ceiling, so to speak. But, um, you know, I, it's just tough because I think everybody saw the Brewers as such good pitching, but uh, to your point, to Gary's point, I mean, you're literally not going to win if you can't score any runs. If you look at this lineup right now, the way it sits, they yeah. need the same things they needed before. They need a first baseman and a third baseman this offseason that can hit. With all due respect to Vogelback and Rowdy Tellez and all that, they need f- to find answers at those two positions first and foremost. Now, Adamus and Colton Wong, uh, Urias is your utility player, fine. I got no issues with any of that. I have no issues necessarily uh, with Avi Garcia. If you can bring him back, I don't think you can afford him now. But uh, if he comes back, fine, I'll, I'm fine with that. But again, it also comes back to Christian Yelich. And, you know, you would say, oh, get rid of Christian Yelich. Hey, you're not going to because he's you're, you owe him a ton of money. And he's not going to bring you back any value in return. So really, it all comes down to next year. If Christian Yelich can't figure this out by the end of next season, if we're having the same conversation at that point, I think you just have to chalk it up to he's just not going to be the same player again. But I don't think you do that till after next season. 
For sure, I agree with that. I mean, there's there should be concern, obviously. Um, last year, he actually hit a lot more balls hard. He just was making less contact. This year, he's making more contact and still hitting some balls hard, but it's the ground ball issue. It's just he's hitting more ground balls now than he ever has uh, since he came to the Brewers, which is that's a big problem. Um, and, again, maybe there is some injury stuff still going on. Maybe there's a mental issue. I do agree that you got to give him a full, regular off season and see what he does next year before you – really panicking or figuring out if you need to, to make some kind of adjustment with him. Uh, but he's here for the long haul. Um, you know, the Brewers already know what that money looks like, so I don't think it's this huge hindrance. I mean, you have to do that sometimes with the contracts that, that you have guys sign. Um, but as far as, you know, being creative with the offense, they're definitely going to have to look that route. Uh, I agree. First and third base, you need more of a solidified, power-hitting a reliable bat, um, and you know there can be some options out there. There's actually a lot of shortstops available. I don't know if Adamus or any of the other shortstops would be willing to move positions, but uh, you know there's a really good chance they're going to trade from their surplus of pitching. Uh, it's another way to to be able to bring in talent, maybe at a lower cost than if you're looking at free agency. So uh, it's definitely it's not one person, and it's a little tiring to see everyone blaming Yelich for their offensive woes. If if you watch this season. You can't rely on him to carry the team in the postseason. Again, but you keep putting like him. Hold on, you keep putting the dude in the three spot like he's an MVP type player. He has no business being in that spot. None. No, he shouldn't be there, and I think he should be hitting leadoff. And people would think that's crazy. But yes, he's got the best on base percentage on the. Yeah, team he walks a lot. That's right. like having a youth baseball player whose parents get all upset. You know, my <laughs> kid walks a lot. He doesn't really strike out, but he's still batting at the bottom of the lineup. I don't understand. Well, well he doesn't get any hits. That's the that's, problem. Sure, but it's a little bit different. I mean, in Major League Baseball, you need to have an actual good eye and good patience to draw walks. Uh, no offense to a lot of the youth players out there. I, I have plenty of them. You, there's a balance with those kids. Some kids just don't swing and they get walks because uh, the pitchers can't throw strikes. But um, you know, the other thing with the Elch, again, all the ground balls, let him hit leadoff. He's not going to hit in as many double plays. And then if you have other guys behind him who have some pop and he's on base, I think it helps you. I just don't think he's going to benefit you hitting sixth, seventh, eighth in the lineup because his strength right now is on base percentage, singles, and base running. And the best spot to put him will be leadoff. But Council, you know. He doesn't like to change things up too much, so back to the regular lineup, and you just hope uh, somebody snaps out of it, or a few guys do. All right, talking with Tim Amuma, BrewCrewBall.com here on Sparky's Midday Madness. You can tell I'm just a little emotionally charged about this whole Christian Yelich <laughs> thing, because I've about had my fill of him batting three. Having said that, the other thing that is uh, weighing on Brewers fans' minds is Escobar not starting yesterday, and now Escobar not in there. Today, he had a hit against Morton the first time they faced him. Uh, I don't think he did. I think he has a base Plucker hit looked it up. He, I thought Plucker said he had a he had a hit against uh, Morton the first time they faced him. I thought it was off the reliever. I could be wrong. But uh, regardless, I honestly, I'm glad Urias is in there because he's had the best at-bats. He, even Escobar's double yesterday, then his second at-bat, he's on his front foot. He, he just looks completely off balance and trying to do too much. And he is not. He's hit one home run in his last 23, 24 games. Urias has hit five or six in that same span, and you need guys right now that can hit for some power because not really anybody is in the lineup. So as much as I know you brought him in to help with the stretch run and to help in the playoffs, I don't think he's the guy right now, and I think he's perfect for a pinch hitting role, which is why I don't know why Council didn't use him yesterday, second and third, nobody out. Uh, to me, it's not a spot for Vogelback. You use Vogelback when you need a big, uh, a big home run. You need a base hit, you need contact. Escobar is the guy, so... You know, that, that's obviously a different story, but I think Escobar on the bench is their best option right now unless you're going to have him playing over Telez. And obviously since Telez home run off Morton, you're going to start him today. So, I, I mean, look, we're only talking about this stuff because they're just not hitting as a whole. They can't get a and run. hoping something breaks loose. And, you know, maybe Urias isn't the answer, but I don't know what Escobar is right now either. They, they need uh, – well, I, this is how I look at it, and maybe I'll be dead wrong – I think the only way they're going to break out of this is if somebody goes yard and, and gets them yeah. going. I, I, I really do. I just don't know if you can look at this offense and go, oh, yeah, they'll manufacture five runs without the long ball today. I would be shocked if they were able to do that. No, and that's and that's what I'm saying. I even, you know, some people I saw suggest starting Taylor over Kane because he has a better chance of hitting a home run. And, you know, there's some thoughts that, of course, you're going to lose some defense that way. Uh, but I agree. I mean, most postseason series, um, the home run ball is what, what leads to wins. I know there's a there's a baseball writer on Twitter who constantly puts that it's like since twenty ten teams that out homer the other team in, in postseason games are like seventy three and eleven. I mean Sheesh. home runs do matter. I know it I know nobody likes That's it. That's a wanna big stat. It. Oh I know and, and I might not be the exact number, but I know it's huge like that. It's it's like seventy five percent or more than that. Um 
but so again, that's why I think Gurias has a better shot at a home run than Escobar. Um, but at the same time, if they can just get any kind of run in the first inning, if they can scratch a run across uh, across the board, I think that uh, that would be huge for them. I just I wish the Braves were not starting Morton, even though it's short rest and, and pitchers tend to struggle in the postseason on short rest. I feel like uh, he's he's still a bad matchup for them. So somebody's got to figure it out. Hopefully they learn from game one because he had them uh, he had them within a lot in that first game. Let's talk about this pitching matchup. Eric Lauer gets the star. Corbin Burns not on three-day rest. I was livid when this first came out and it happened. Uh, then Council comes up uh, and talks to the media and says, well, you know, it, it, he volunteered to do it after game one if we need him in game four. Then they wanted to check back with him, and Council said his body's just not right. Uh, it's not ready to go uh, right now on three games uh, three days rest uh, for this Brewers team. It's a huge difference between Burns and Eric Lauer, in my opinion, from a faith standpoint. I know Lauer has pitched much better than anybody expected, specifically me, because I was done with him uh, in the spring. Uh, how much faith do you have in Lauer going into this game, uh, in a game in which it's an elimination game on the road, a situation he's never been in? Yeah, look, it's a tough call, and I think, it, you know, I don't know if the Brewers are just saying that Burns isn't physically ready or what. I mean, I guess they have no reason to lie, um, but I think it's a valid concern. He hasn't he hasn't done it before. He's pitched more innings clearly than he ever has. Um, he's been mostly pitching on, you know, five days rest, let alone four or three in this case. So I, I completely get it. Um, as far as faith, I mean, I Lauer has been tremendous in the second half. Um, you know, so I think he at least gives you that opportunity my only concern with him is, and it's with a lot of starting pitchers, is he does tend to give up a run, uh, sometimes two in that first inning before he can settle in, uh, which is why I think it's actually nice that the Brewers are on the road to at least give him a chance to, to give them the lead first. Uh, you know, but I, and I know Council said that they're not planning on pitching Burns at all, but I wouldn't be surprised if, look, tie game late, up a run late, and, you know, you think he's the best guy to bring in for a batter or two. I, I mean, why not? If your season's on the line, I think you do it. I just think their concern is that he's not going to have the same stuff. He's not going to have the same zip command if he went out there and tried to start the game. Um, obviously, he'd be a little more amped up, and he'd probably have a little velocity to start the game. But, uh, you know, you've got to win two games, and I understand you have to get to game five before you can, can win that game. Um, but I think the Brewers have relied on their pitching depth all year. Um, this is an opportunity to still let Lauer do that, and I think he'll have a short leash. I think Council has to, and you play it by ear um, because it's it's do or die. Here's Tim Uma, BrewCrewBall.com. Uh, How much of a factor do you think Devin Williams not being in this series has played on this series? I don't think it's played a factor at all. I really haven't either. Even game one, I, I asked uh, when we were at the game as fans, and I asked both my sons if they even thought about Devin Williams in the seventh or eighth inning, and no, we hadn't because, um, again, they have enough – uh, they have enough talent down there, and once the guy's gone, you know teams are good at this. You move on, and, and what's your next best option? And really, without them scoring runs, they were trailing by that point in uh, in game two and in game three. Williams wouldn't have been in the game anyway, so I don't think it's really having that big of an effect. You could argue that there's a you know a trickle down effect as far as who Council used at certain points in in game two or game three, especially going to Hauser again. But he had plenty of options. He thought Hauser was the best one after taking out Peralta, so. I think fortunately, I guess going to look at it that way. Williams hasn't, uh, or Williams' absence, absence hasn't right. been uh, any factor so, so far. Got some more news here. That's not good. Uh, breaking news on the fan. It's Brewers related. Uh, breaking yeah. news on the fan, powered by Odyssey and presented by BetQL. Become a better sports better. Get smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. This comes from Adam McKelvey just a couple minutes ago. Lorenzo Kane, who's in the lineup. Uh, is working through a pregame progression in an effort to play this game. He has shooting pain from his neck down his left arm and is, quote, locked up. But he's taking treatment and about to try to go hit in the cage. Quote, I want to play. I want to be in there, Kane said. But at the end of the day, it's council's decision. I'm taking every possible uh, thing right now to get ready. They can't put him out there like that. No, Taylor's got to be in then. I mean, I love Kane for being a gamer and, and the way he slanted the fence and hit the ground. I, I was surprised he even stayed in the game, but you got to go with Taylor then, I think. I mean, he's your best option. Again, he gives you that home run uh, chance, and, and who knows? You know, The last thing you want really is for Kane to pull up blame in the second, third inning, and now you're kind of scrambling to rearrange what you had plans for. So, you know, maybe he can give you a pinch hit off the bench if you absolutely need it, but I, if that's the case, Taylor's got to make the start. <sighs> All right. 
it's good. This isn't good. This, this just doesn't feel good at all. Like I, nah, I, I'm, this is exactly I'm where they want. Really it. struggling they want here. I'm struggling, really <laughs> struggling going into this game at four o'clock. Really am, but we'll see. Hopefully, they can figure out a way to pull it out and uh, bring this thing back to American Family Field on Thursday. Because if they do, Tim, then I feel like they got every chance to win this on Thursday if they can just get it back here. And I think uh, the Braves feel the same way. That's why they're going with Morton to try to end this thing now. They know then you have arrested Burns, you have arrested Woodruff, you have uh, Peralta available, and okay. going back to Milwaukee, and you know obviously a game five, you're going to have the fans into it. They'll likely face Freed again, who they just saw, and hopefully they have a better game plan. So yeah, if they can get the game five, I think all the momentum, if you believe in any of that, shifts to I the do. Brewers. Tim, don't and, go anywhere. Uh, Hold on one second. Okay. Don't go anywhere, because now we have right. breaking news on the Braves side of things. So oh, all, okay. all things breaking. It's like Muma's <laughs> co-hosting the show with me right now. What do you got, Plug? So this is from... Uh, Talking Jake, he's a member of John Boy Media. He has a yeah. check mark and everything. Uh, he heard from a source that Jorge Soler is going to be a scratch from this game today against the Brewers, potentially COVID related. Oh, well, now that's going to change a lot of things. Whoa! <laughs> uh, so he that's said that's than from a, that's different than just a normal injury. If it's COVID related, that could take out other people in that he clubhouse. Said that is from a source. He said, "Let's see if other people have sources too." Uh, what if what if that pushes the game to tomorrow? Then Burns is on regular rest, kind of like with the White Sox and the Astros today having their game moves. That would be something. I don't know what you. I don't even know what the protocols are at this point with COVID in the playoffs, but uh, there might be something to that. Maybe they just have to forfeit. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be great? Forfeit, it's, it's over. Even true, by the way. Right, we don't even know. But I mean, again, and this talking Jake dude, whoever that is, um, if it's one guy that. If Solaire, according to his source, if it's COVID related, don't they got to test everybody? That's a close contact. And wouldn't close contacts then have to sit out? I, I mean, I, I I wish I had an answer for you, but it sure seems that way. I mean, I mean we're only an hour and a half out of first pitch here. <laughs> I know. I mean, the Brewers obviously went through their uh, you know their COVID situation earlier in the year, and it did wipe out a number of guys. It, of course, it did take you know multiple days, and then they set out different amounts of. Of time, but uh, that 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 would be really interesting how that gets handled if it's true. Well, we'll find out. Huh? Keep it tuned in here to the fan and Dan Plucker and I will try and keep you updated and all this other crazy stuff going on now. Uh, now the latest with Jorge or Soler, and we still got a way to see if Lorenzo Kane is eventually scratched as well. Tim Brewcrewball.com. Everybody, go check it out. He does great work. Uh, Tim, thanks so much. Thank you, Sparky. I always appreciate it. There he is, Tim Muma, BrewCrewBall.com, and the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. I'm applying for home renovation loan. As you're feeling anxious, breathe. And let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at GreatMidwestBank.com. Blacker, this, that, that could, this could change the whole series. That could be huge. Could change the whole series. It could change everything. It could change, th- exactly, this whole series, the Brewers' whole playoff run. If that is true, again, it's not from, uh, it's it's from John Boy Media, which is pretty respected it guy. Is. Guy that has a blue check mark, and, and it's from a source. But if, if that's something that happens, like he was slated in the lineup today too, so it, it must be something that, just came up like he just he's got gone. tested before he's, the game. He's no longer in the lineup. They just changed it. They just changed the lineup. Christian Pash, is that how you say his name? Pa- Patchy, I believe. Uh, whatever. He's now leading off in right field. So there you go. That that makes it look like it's legitimate. So I don't know what that means for the rest of the Braves lineup or for this game if it's in jeopardy, but mm-hmm. were, were there any other lineup changes? Where did you see the the new lineup? Uh go to that tweet that you read. Second one, and uh, they have the screenshot of the lineup changing. I'm assuming that's from the app or from ESPN's website. Um, boy, oh boy, things are going to get crazy here. Because, again, if there's one, you have to, I would have to think, you'd have to make sure any close contacts, which there's going to have to be somebody, somebody's got to be on either side of his locker. So those two people are close contacts immediately. Is there any chance Charlie Morton is a close contact? Is there any chance he's a close contact and then all of a sudden can't pitch? Right. And they got to start a bullpen guy or, or something. Any of those hitters like Freddie Freeman, like oh, you have to think of all those guys in the cages together before the game today, like all of this stuff. Uh, MLB.com, I just checked, they do not have official lineups out for either team right now, <sighs> which is surprising with an hour and a half to go until first pitch. So both outfielders could be out then. Kane very well could be out shooting pain apparently from his neck. 
Uh, and now this thing with Solaire, possibly COVID-related, according to uh, that tweet. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Here we go, here we go. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan. Uh, things are definitely uh, taking a turn here in this Brewers Brave series uh, as we currently sit. Carl Ravitch uh, of ESPN now confirming that Solaire is not in the lineup any longer. Supposed to be the leadoff hitter uh, for the Braves. He is now out uh, of the leadoff spot. And Christian Patchy, Patch, or whatever, how you say his name, uh, he is now in the lineup and hitting leadoff. Plucker pointed out, Dan Plucker, that he was not on the NLDS roster, which means if that's the case, that means he's done. If they had to pull him off the roster and put this other dude in, that means Soler will not be able to play Game 5 either. Again, this all goes back to the John Boy Media uh, report, uh, according to their sources, uh, that this Soler uh, would be scratched, possibly for COVID-related issues. Um, and then he, the guy pretty much just said, well, we'll wait and see if anybody else has the same sources um, uh, of like they do. And that is exactly what happened. Here you go. This is from Adam McKelvey. Major League Baseball announced today that it has approved a roster substitution for the Atlanta Braves due to a positive COVID test for Jorge, Jorge Soler. Uh, as a result, Soler will be replaced by outfielder Christian Posh in Atlanta's divisional series, division series roster. In accordance with MLB postseason ru- rules, uh, he may remain active on the roster until Soler is approved to be reinstated from the COVID-19-related injury list. So they can switch him again by Thursday, if Solaire uh, ends up being negative, I guess. So, how does that work then? Well, so Robert Murray tweeted that he tested positive and he's no longer on the NLDS roster. So, he's off the roster. But Major League Baseball just said, I just read it, uh, the statement that McKelvey just tweeted out. In accordance with MLB postseason rules, they can flip these two back around the other way once he is cleared of COVID. Yeah, I have no idea. How That's that what works. this says. But I in accordance with MLB postseason imagine. rules, Patch may remain on the active roster until Soler is approved to be reinstated from the COVID nineteen related right. injury list. Well, I mean, let's be honest. If he has COVID, he's not coming back and playing in on two Thursday. Days. If, they, what if the if, Brewers win today. But what if it's a false positive? What if he comes back now to negative tests? Yeah, that could happen too. <laughs> right? I, I, <laughs> yes. I don't know. But but I, I don't know how this all works. Like This is the first time this has happened in these playoffs and, and in a, a limited series like this to, to impact a roster and so on and so forth. And I feel like it's the first positive COVID test in a while in baseball. Like, I, 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 maybe I could be wrong, but... In terms of significance and what this could all mean, I, I truly have no idea because I don't know. I, I know the Brewers had different uh, positive COVID tests throughout the season as well, but we didn't see like what what else happened along with that. Like how many, how often other players were being tested, and and if like all of these other Braves are being tested right now, who else could be missing from this Braves well, lineup? This is what my and thing so is, is so there's always close contact. So how are the close contacts being allowed to play in this game? Like if I'm Craig Council, I'm like, hey, hold on one second. Who's on either side of his locker? Those are close contacts. They should not be allowed to play. That should not be a thing right now. They should be held off the field I'm sure until game five. Like, I'm, if I'm the Brewers, I'm protesting heavy to make sure they're not allowed on the field. Yeah, I'm sure it's vaccination uh, process and, and who's vaccinated and not and how often those players get tested. But you're right. All of those close contacts at this point should probably be tested, and, and it could impact the rest of this game and this series. Right, and that to, to me, that's the biggest thing right now is – because now you got to play the game. You're in an elimination game. I'm not trying to be nice and make Snicker like me on the Atlanta Braves, right? If I'm Stearns in council, I'm like, okay, he has COVID. Now, let's press this issue and see who else we can get out of this game. You can call it a jerk move or whatever. I call it gamesmanship. Because now I'm trying to win this damn game. And if I can, if I find out that Freeman's on one side of them and Morton's on the other, I don't want either one of them on the field. Like, figure out somebody else to pitch and play first base. Too bad, so sad, uh, until they can come up with the negative test. I, and we have not seen anything more on Lorenzo Kane, correct? There's been nothing more on Kane, whether or not Kane's going to play or not. That goes back to the report earlier in the show that Kane had pain going down from his neck. 
Um, so that's that's something else uh, that we can talk about uh, too. Uh, okay, so this uh, is something that uh, our guy. Uh, let's see here if I can get this uh, to work before I see. Every time I try and do this, it never works. Corbin Burns uh, just talked to the media. I don't think I'm going to be able to get to work on my side. Corbin Burns just talked to the media uh, a little while ago. Adam McKelvey just posted up a couple minute video uh, about him uh, essentially not being a no go uh, for uh, today's baseball game. And as Council put it earlier to the media, that Burns came to him said, "Yeah, I, I want to pitch. I want to pitch game four. And they said, fine, we'll check back with you if we need you for game four. So they went back and checked back with him, and apparently his body's not cooperating and letting him go out there and play. Uh, Dan Plucker has that. This is what Corbin Burton said earlier to the media via Adam McKelvey's Twitter account. Yeah, so yeah, right after game one, I, you know, I went to him and said, if, you know, if we get to that situation, like, um, you know, I, I, I would like to go game four and um, see how it plays out. But, um, you know, realistically, they, they you know, they came to me the next day and said, hey, you know, we're fine for it if it lines up, but you've got to be 100% full, you know, full go, ready to go. Um, and just as you know, the last couple of days of perspired, I just didn't recover the way I wanted to. Um, you know, so it was a matter of do I want to go out there and you know 80, 85 percent versus you know having Lauer full go and you're fully rested. So um, it just came down to the decision that you know they, they felt better with with Lauer being 100 percent and you know bullpen that's ready to go and then um, you know maybe 100 percent ready for game five. When you're talking about recovery, are you talking about uh, more arm care or are you talking stamina or is it both? little bit of everything just just the body be want to be 100 percent uh you know recovered um you know i think having a guy that's you know hadn't pitched in i think maybe 10 days being fully you know fully recovered and and um you know arms fresh ready to go it's one of those things that it's you know i think i made an easy decision to, to go with him and and uh we have the bullpen guys ready to go and then, you know we're gonna come out swinging about today and, and uh you know i'll be ready to go game five corbin for people who've never been in your spot how much difference does a day make from three to four, four to five? Uh, yeah, you know, for me it was going to be from from five or six days rest to three days rest. Yeah. Um, you know, so if, if it was you know a four days rest, which would have been you know a day earlier than me, then you know 100 percent would be ready to go. But um, you know, being on five, even six days rest most of the year to try to come back um, you know two days quicker was just going to be you know just going to be too much for me. And um, you know, one of those things that you know, I, I wish I could be out there because um, to me I take the ball every single day. Um, and that's kind of what I emphasize to the council is, hey, I'm ready to go. I'll go every day, I'll go every day, whatever it may be. But, um, you know, being out there 100% ready to go is, is going to be more important for, for game five. It's kind of a story about good communication between you guys, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was kind of what the thing he said. Um, you're right after I talked to him about it. He's all right, you know, let's, let's open line of communication for the next two or three days just to see how we're feeling. And, um, you know, I, t- I told him today, you know, I'm good to go out there. And he said, you know, is, is it 100%? I said, that's not, not quite 100%, but I think I can give you – um, give you a good outing, and um, you know, just the, the, the better and probably smarter option is to, to go with Lauer, who's 100 percent ready to go. Okay, so there you go. So Burns told Council, "I can go." Council said, "Yeah, we're good. We're going to go with Eric Lauer instead." Meanwhile, while that was playing, more news. It just doesn't stop. I don't even know who's going to be on the field at this point. The way we're going, Dan Plucker has more news. Other side now. This again, Carl Ravitch, ESPN. What do you got? Yeah, so Carl Ravitch is reporting that the new Braves lineup has Dansby Swanson, the shortstop, leading off, and Guillermo Heredia batting eighth, playing in center field with Soler being out. So Patchy is not in the starting lineup, but he now does, he's back on the bench. But he does take the spot of Soler right. on the roster. So he'll pl- he could play, but it will be off the bench. Originally, he was in the lineup leading off in place of Soler. Now they've redone the lineup completely, uh, and now he's out of the lineup uh, instead. <clears throat> and still nothing on Lorenzo Cain. And now I have the full lineup for the Braves, if you'd like to get Sure. It All let's, right. Let's hear what you got. So leading off, playing short, is Dansby Swanson. Freddie Freeman is playing first base, batting second. Ozzie Albee is at second base, batting third. Cleaning up is Austin Riley at third base, fifth. Adam Duvall in left field. Jock Peterson, the guy who had a three-run homer yesterday, batting sixth in right field. Travis Darnot in behind the plate, batting seventh. And Guillermo Heredia in center field. Batting eighth, Charlie Morton still on the mound for the Braves. Well, it's a better lineup for the Brewers to have to deal with, right? I mean, I, I'll take Heredia over Soler any day of the week as far as a hitter goes, and that that changes their lineup. Dansby Swanson, I'm pretty sure, has hit leadoff uh, at points during his career. I don't think this is the first time he's hit leadoff. I don't know what his career numbers are in the leadoff spot necessarily, uh, but him in the leadoff spot. Now Heredia in the lineup, batting eight uh, in that outfield spot. Um, so the guy they added to the roster no longer in the lineup. 
uh, he is now able uh, to come off the bench. So there you go. Uh, Rami Makhlouf comes up next uh, with the Rami show coming up at 3 o'clock. Before we do that, i got to tell you all about my friends over there at the Q Club of Wisconsin. Playoff baseball full swing and the place to catch all the games while creating your own sporting action is Q Club of Wisconsin. Not only do they have plenty of TVs to watch the games on, but you can play your favorite indoor games in their huge entertainment game room while enjoying awesome food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday night fish fries piled up. With all the extras, visit their Facebook page or Q Club of WI.com for menu and updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fancy Sparky Pfeiffer. Rami show comes up here at three o'clock. Plucker, any more breaking news in that last couple of minutes? I don't think so. Everybody still good? We haven't changed another I lineup have or not anything. Seen anything else? Thankfully, no limbs have fallen off of anyone. I'm Nothing. telling you, you've got thirty. Well, no, you've got over an hour. This lineup for the Brewers and Braves. I bet you the Brewers lineup changes again. I bet you Kane don't play. Based I on McCalvey's right. report of Payne shooting down his from his neck down his shoulder and left arm, I don't see how ah, you can play with that. Well, I know on. you have. Why are these players see, so soft nowadays? This is the thing. You can't compare everybody these, to you. These kids these days. Not everybody you know is as I mean? mentally tough as you. Not everybody is at your level of mental toughness and physical toughness. I, I mean, that's true. That's, I mean, it is. It's a high bar. You just have to stop it's, comparing everybody to you. It's a high bar I set, man. A lot of it people is, struggle with this. It is a like high this. bar I set. Yes. I know. I know. You're right. That's just, I, we I, just have to remind you. I, it's unfair to Lorenzo Cain to be compared to Rami Mack. Exactly. Right. right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Definitely. It's just it's not fair to him. When you're talking about athleticism, toughness. I'm not about the athleticism charm, stuff. I'm just talking tra- skill. Skill. I mean What are we talking about? Comedy or are we talking about baseball? <laughs> when you got to skill, I really got confused there for a second. Are, are we still talking about baseball? <laughs> really just, you know, just like in general in life. Like I just whatever, say whatever. I do think there is a skill I to do. doing stand-up comedy. Though, oh, you do? Well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate I do. that. I, I do. I really Good. do. Yeah, of course there is. But dude. I don't think a lot of people realize like really what all goes into it. I think people think you just grab a microphone and start talking for twenty minutes and you're funny or whatever. But I don't think people realize the structure that goes into building a set and everything else that goes along with it and building one thing off of another thing in order to make it work. It's almost like. Uh, I compare it, and again, I've never done it. I just using my knowledge base off of all the conversations I've had with Rami over the years. It's almost kind of like being a play caller in football, where you're kind of building one play off of another play, setting up something for maybe yes. later on. Yes, for right? sure. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Definitely. Yeah, right. That's and, a good analogy. Yeah, and, and, first one for 2021. <laughs> it's positive. Um, that's a solid analogy. You are. You're setting stuff up for later. Right? Yeah, for that, sure. That's even, pretty much what if, it is. Even if it's not like setting up a joke for later, you're, you're trying to set set the, the – the you want to put the crowd in the right place. You know what I mean? For where you put your jokes because different jokes 
are differently structured and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean. So you want you want to make sure you have the crowd in the right place at the right time. Right. And that Center. makes all the sense in the world right. to me, for sure. All exactly. right. Uh, speaking of your show, uh, let's talk about what you got oh, coming I'll be up at today. the Cactus Club this Sunday, by the way, doing a halftime show for uh, the Milwaukee Record. Oh, the Milwaukee Record again. Yeah, doing a halftime show. I told you about this. Doing the They do halftime like comedy or concerts, things like that for every So this Packers isn't game. another judging deal? I'll be at the Cactus Club. No, no. Because I haven't forgotten that one. I was just talking about that with someone the other day. Still not happy about they, how that whole thing played they, out at they all. They agree the fix was in, but they You're damn right. Well, they think it's because and I don't care. Allegedly. Man. They think it's because Leroy Butler was there and it would have looked bad because Leroy was one of the judges, remember? They thought it would have looked bad that if my friend Leroy Butler was one of the judges and I won. That that's why the fix was in against me, but I don't care, man. It doesn't matter. Do it's, we know if he even voted for you to begin with in that contest? I don't know. I don't know. You have him on all the time. You should ask him. He'll be like, I don't remember. That was a long time ago. It was so long. Uh, how am I going to know that? Dude, I was two years into doing comedy, and I came. I tied for second place in like a Milwaukee's Funniest Comedy Competition. You were definitely the so funniest. I will take it. I'll it was take in somebody's it. basement, wasn't it? It was in the basement at uh, Karma Bar and Grill. That's where it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. Nice spot. It was, one person nice we walked with who had a mad crush on the one person that ended up being your roommate later uh, and then was so drunk she couldn't get up <laughs> off the floor. We had to help her off the floor. Do you remember that? Yes. She was hammered. I forgot. I forgot but she was it. so drunk. Oh, my God. That was so funny. That was funny. Oh, my God. Oh, good, uh, times. good times indeed. Okay, Robbie Mackoff, so what's on ago. your show? Coming up on the show today, Sparky, will we be getting people ready for Brewers and Braves and Game 4 of the NLDS all the way up until 4 o'clock, including uh, if there's any news on Lorenzo Cain. We will have that for you. And I, just, I, I got questions about a couple of council's decisions, man. I have questions for you on this. Okay. If Solaire is COVID positive, which yes. the MLB said he is, yes. how can anybody on either side of his locker be able to play today? I don't know, man. I don't how? Know what, I don't know what the protocols are. You're asking me? I don't know. They're, they clearly close contact. They get dressed and sit right next to each other. I don't, I don't, how are they allowed to play? I I don't know, dude. Somebody you, figure this out. Want I want me? them all what? sat and watched and quarantined what? in a hotel somewhere. Why am I being yelled all at? All of them. So you want this series put on pause? No, I want them depleted as much as possible to win this game. <laughs> That's what I want. I want the game to play. Let's not give mis- let's not misconstrue things. I want them to play, but I want them to be down five or six guys. Sure. That's yeah. what I want. That's all you're looking That's for. That's all I care. That's all you're looking one for. One guy only? There's got to be more than one guy. Close contact should count. Go ahead. Whatever. I mean, I'm sure if people are vaccinated and they test negative, even if they were close contact, they're probably allowed to play. But don't quote me on that. Don't. If I'm counsel, I am raising holy hell right now. There's no thing to raise holy hell I about. I Yep. The- I, Stearns, I'm all Sparky. over Major League Baseball. Sparky. There's there's a protocol in place, well, I'm sure. Well, whatever it is, I don't like it. If there's there's one, there has to be more. <laughs> Figure it out. No, there doesn't. Figure it out. That's not how this works. We don't know. Why are you acting like one of these people who Test thinks them they all. know? I'm sure people were tested, no, Okay, man. then I want to see results. Sure- <laughs> I want them now. A, Show them. I think that's a HIPAA violation. Pictures. <laughs> Give me pictures. <laughs> Calm down, dude. Everybody's working on We can't score any runs. Like, they need every advantage they can get right now. Yeah, man. I don't... It's... It's... It's it's been rough, dude. Two runs in three games? Two runs in three games. That's what we're looking at. They haven't scored a run in the last two games. I know. I know. It's This has been this has been rough to watch, dude. I hope, I hope it turns around today. But hey, you know what? What's that? Let's not blame Christian Yelich, but... Let's bat him three again, and let's just see what happens. Let's just continue to run him out there at three and see what happens. There are some questions about some of Craig Council's Not decisions that anybody today. is hot on this team at this point. No, nobody is. And that's the thing. Like, yesterday I was I, I, I was on, and then Tim came on, and then I came on after Tim, and I was listening to, to the post-game show, and everybody's – Everybody's jumping on council. I was like, what do you want this guy to do? Like, if They nobody- want him to fire Andy Haynes. That's what a majority of them want. Of, of course they do. They're hitting coach. Anytime, anytime a lineup struggles for a month plus, then fire, him. fire the hitting coach. Correct. Right. That's, that's going to fix everything. Yes. So we're going to talk all about some of uh, Craig Council's decisions in this game. Lauer over Burns. Urias over Escobar. Well, Burns says he couldn't. I, I, I have an idea, dude, that uh, I don't know that many people would consider, but I think you would have to consider, given how hard it's been to score runs. I'll tell you what it is coming up in the 3 o'clock hour of the show. Bart Winkler, it is Tuesday, so Tuesdays with Winkler. Bart Winkler mm. will uh, turn his TV down and turn his headphones up. At what time? And join me at 4 o'clock. You sure? Yes. 
We have confirmed. He gave me options. He gave you actually, options? Actually, I gave him options. I was going to say, what? I, the guest gave you options? No, I gave him options. I said, if you want to watch the game, dude, if you don't want to be on with me while the game's going on, you could come on 3.30. Blah, oh, blah, you blah. could talk to you on the radio and still watch the game. I think that might be fun, actually, if Bart is reacting to the game live while he's on the air with me. So Bart will be here at 4. We'll also hear from Pat, uh, Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, 4.45. And uh, I got to talk about this John Gruden thing. I got to talk about this uh, Kyrie Irving thing and much, much more. Jam-packed show. Jam-packed show. Uh, the Gruden thing. Oh, oh, and it's a Kim and LaVoy Judgment Day. Yes. Oh, go ahead. Say what you want about the Gruden thing, and then I want to talk about the Kim and LaVoy Judgment Day with you. Go ahead. We had Ross Tucker on earlier, and I agree with Ross Tucker. The, what this is showing you is if, if you cash a check, you could be fired at any time. But if you write the check, more than likely able to get away with about anything at this point. We'll Daniel see. Snyder, all those emails, and you came out of all those emails— with a guy that was never in the organization, was on TV, and is now a coach. That's the fall guy in this whole Washington thing? It's going to be John Gruden's emails to Bruce Allen? I'm not saying it's wrong. I get what they did, and I have no issue with what they did or how that whole thing played out. I get it. I'm fine with it. My issue in all of this is this and this alone. When we talk about how this goes going forward, Right? You explain to me how Gilbert's going to be free and clear on this. We don't know that. That's what I'd like to know. Let's wait and see what dominoes fall. I would like to know how he is going to be free and clear of this whole thing. That's all I want to know. Well, other people are going to go down with John Gruden. I promise you. Other people are going down with John Gruden. This ain't over, man. How many emails did they go? They they went over like 2,300 emails. Literally went through like 2,300 emails. I think that's the number I saw today. And only John Gruden said some. No, man, there's 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 more going on here. That was a safe space. You think there's more going on? There's there's more that's going to come out of this. I promise there's more that's going are to come sure? out of this. Are you sure? I mean, I'm not sure, sure. I don't have sources or anything thing i just i can't imagine he's the only one going down in this whole thing there's no way well the other thing about this that's interesting is that according to reports allegedly that the nfl is the one feeding the monster that's the thing that blows my mind in all of this really you're surprised by this well yeah i am a little bit i mean you're not no i'm not surprised by anything anymore man no especially not when it comes to like big money making machines nothing surprises me anymore dude no i'm not surprised at all i am i mean i'm i'm disgusted whenever i find out more but then i'm like oh i get it yeah okay (laughs) like I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just a lot of awful people out there, dude. Yes. A lot of awful people. And and then and and the, the thing that breaks my brain every time. Now this I don't understand is every time we find out somebody is awful, people feel the need to jump out and defend awful people. Correct. Like the worst defenses. It's and it's crazy some of the defenses that are out there for John Gruden, dude. Like it's crazy. Like why some dude and I didn't even bother like remembering his name because doesn't why, matter. Why would right? I? I know exactly what he's doing. He's like, oh, Michael Vick can kill dogs, and that's okay with the NFL. But John Gruden this and John Gruden that. Women in the NFL is virtue signaling and blah, blah. Like, he put all this into a tweet, and it's like, dude, Michael Vick literally went to jail. Prison. <laughs> right. Not jail, dude, prison. Dude went to prison. Prison. And Spark, you know how I, how, how I felt about Ooh. Michael Vick while that was going on. Nah, I did pretty. not take it easy on that, dude. No. It's, not, it's not like he didn't, like, pay a penance. You know what I mean? It's not like he didn't he didn't do the do the time for the crime and, and then was brought. John Gruden walked away with millions of dollars. That That's his penalty. He walks right. away with millions and millions of dollars, and that's it. That's all. That's yep. that's all he that's he, that's that's happening to John Gruden. Yep. Crazy. Worst things have happened to people. No doubt. All right, coming up next, Rami Makloff. He is gonna tell us all about a lot of things. I can't wait to hear the comments. I just stuff. I just uh I texted a buddy of mine. He was he was listening here to the show and uh he thought he knew what I was gonna say, what my what what my idea is right. for the Brewers today. Um he said, Are you on burns in relief for two plus late a two-inning-plus-late bridge to Hater. He thought that was my theory. Council said that there's no plan to pitch Burns in relief today. I said, so no, that's not it. That. And then I told him what my idea is, and he said, you can't be talking like that. That's basically baseball porn. <laughs> so, 
So wait and hear what the idea is coming up here. Better not be an FCC violation, whatever the heck it is. Rami's up next with the Rami Show. Toodles! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 